Welcome everybody to National Mountain's Christian Podcast, a Christian podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. I'm your host, Shane, here with my brother, Eric. Welcome to Flavor Town, everybody. No, that's not... Uh, <laughs> nope. Mm-mm. Oh, that's driver's dive and dives. Yeah, that's not. And driver's don't dive. You, I said driver's dive ins and yeah. dives. <laughs> and don't you dare <laughs> steal from the legend that is Guy Fieri. I will stop stealing from other people when you stop doing te- terrible. I was a donkey. I, yeah, you're you're something like a donkey. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. That's right. Yeah. Well, welcome everybody. So glad you decided to to spend some time listening to us talk about whatever. Eric, I got a question for you. What? Getting right into it, huh? Yeah. Um, when was a time that you needed to be forgiven? Mm. See, the, it's hard to think because... Oh, my goodness. What? You don't know what I'm going to say. You don't know what I'm going to say. Gonna say. You're going to say, it's hard to think of a time because I'm never wrong. No, what I was going to say is, it's hard to think of a time because I don't do a lot of things wrong. See, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, I was actually trying to think about it before we started, and... Um, it's not that I have never done anything wrong. I'm just trying to think of like a really good example of one. Mm-hmm. Um, and my wife probably has a list of them of things <laughs> that I've done wrong. Yeah. Um, there's times where I'm just like, I don't know. Well, I'll say this about myself. Oh my and I'm goodness. not trying to be. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. I'm not trying to be arrogant. This is actually why my wife and I don't uh, get in too many blowout fights. We're both really easygoing. And we hmm. both will ask for forgiveness pretty quickly. I don't know if you believe that or not, hmm. but we will. So that's true. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like we'll get in fights at times, and like within ten minutes, I just want it to be over with. Yeah, and I'm willing to just say, you know what, I'm wrong. I, I so I so you up. don't you don't care about actually apologizing for what happened. You just don't want to deal with it anymore. No, I'm actually pretty good at at putting myself in the other person's shoes. I think. Like there are times to be like, hey, okay, listen, I did not mean for this to come across this way, but I understand why you feel this way because when I say this, it makes you feel this way. Even though I didn't mean to, I understand why you feel that way. Uh-huh. I apologize for that. That's, I'm actually that seems, pretty good at that. That seems really condescending. What? <laughs> Look, I didn't mean it this way. You took it this way. No, but, but that's gonna... active listening. You don't know what active listening. Oh, you're not please. actively listening you're, right now. No, you're not active listening yeah. to me right now. No, see, so you're getting. See, so you're putting your presumptions of how you think I am, not a nice person, into <laughs> into our. See, your and I relationship is a lot different than someone I love, uh-huh. like my wife's oh, relationship. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, in active listening, uh-huh. even if you don't feel like you did anything wrong, if the uh-huh. other person feels a certain way, then that's an accurate way they feel yeah. doesn't matter if you meant to for it for them to feel that way or if they even if they misinterpreted what you said they still feel that way so you can't take that away from them and say i didn't do that so you stop, gotta stop feeling that way see honestly to me everything that comes out of your mouth is constant <laughs> so i think that's my problem so everything you say is back. just okay i figured this out i know why you feel this way uh, i said this i should you should have received it this way but you did receive it this way so no, uh, see, since you're, you you're did mis- you're not saying that's how it sounds to me coming so out of your mouth i did it this way i didn't mean for it but i understand why you feel this way because of what i we said. started this conversation with you saying see i really don't do a lot of things wrong <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke do you see do you see the Obviously. condescending attitude that, that i'm picking see, up here's the thing you are you know, smelling what i'm stepping no, in you know what you're doing you know you're playing both <laughs> sides right now you know that first one was a joke uh-huh. and now i'm actually giving a valid uh point maybe you could learn something from oh, Eric see, the condescending, <laughs> condescending words it just Gosh, don't it just, ever stop see here oh, i fall for the trap sometimes <laughs> don't ever you stop. knew you knew i was eventually gonna do that again uh, yeah, <laughs> and you uh, can use me. it's so easy back to a uh, time i needed forgiveness yeah um my wife and i used to uh, carpool together to work mm-hmm. um she would 
her her school used to be well, like literally on the way to, for my work. So if our schedules worked out pretty well, then um, we didn't always do it every day, but as much as we could to save some, some yeah. gas money, we would drive and I would drop her off. I'd go to work and then I'd come back and pick her up. Um, and when I come back and pick her up, uh, a lot of times I like to talk about my day. I like to tell her what I like, what I happened at work today or tell her what's going on at church or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and if she doesn't listen at enough for my liking, then I, I would get upset. Like, like Condescending. you do, <laughs> you know, Liz, <laughs> like you, like you do. If you're telling Lauren something and you don't feel yeah. like she's actually listening to you, you get mad. Yeah. So she, I used to get, mad. I do that to her more than she does it to me. Yeah. There's so many times where she's talking and she's like, do you hear what I'm saying right now? Well, there's Erica's terrible when she's on her phone. If she's yeah. on her phone, she is not hearing a single word I'm saying. Uh-huh. And so at times she would be on her phone and I'd get a little mad or whatever. But every time I'd say something, she's like, oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Um, and then um, at times she would talk to me about her day. Mm-hmm. And I'm a lot better at hiding that I'm not listening than she is. <laughs> so I would hide it and she would eventually get the fact that I was not listening. And then I would get defensive and say, well, you are always on your phone. Uh, You're always on this. That's which, that's the right thing to do. Whenever yeah. somebody calls you out deflect, on your crap, deflect, call deflect, them deflect. out on their crap. <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly what you should do in a marriage, right? Yep, it's healthy. So that, and that was, that's early on marriage, and we still do that sometimes, but that's that's natural. You think, oh, I don't want it to be mad at me, mm-hmm. so instead I'm going to turn the tables on them, yeah. like you just did to me when I was talking earlier. Condescending, um, again. So... <laughs> I, I would deflect it back and that would cause some fights. So I've had to ask forgiveness many times yeah, for that yeah, because yeah. I knew my deflection was just a way for me not to deal with my own crap that right. she was correct about. Yeah. Yeah. I remember my first year or our first year of marriage, Lauren and I, and um, since I'm such a huge sports fan and uh, I... Well, give your... What was your life before you were married? So especially during football season, yeah. before before we were married... I would watch every football game that I could on Sunday. Watch the Red Zone, which means you could. You, it's a channel that has all the you know scoring plays that happen. Uh, so I watch all day Sunday the one o'clock games, four o'clock games, and the Sunday night game. And then I would also watch the Monday night game and also the Thursday. Night. I wouldn't miss. I didn't miss. I didn't miss a football <laughs> That's a game. A lot of. I watched it all the time. That was all that I want, and I was totally content doing that. <laughs> and uh, our good friend Schoon, he would come over on Sundays, and we would literally just not even move from the couch. We'd just watch every game, um, and it was it was wonderful. And uh, basically, <laughs> it was if, a better time. <laughs> if I'm home and uh, and there's nothing for me to do, I will watch basketball, football, baseball, hockey, whatever it is. Which, by the way, the 2018 Stanley Cup champion, oh, Washington sure Capitals. <laughs> All right, I just had to get it out there. We were down there. We were down there. It was won. it was the most fun I've ever not had. Not in Vegas. No, we not were down Vegas. in Vegas. We were down in DC watching them win the Stanley Cup. It was the most fun I've ever had watching a hockey game. Oh yeah. Anyway, so um, our first year of marriage, then when football season came around, my expectations were that uh, I was going to watch football all day. Yeah. On Sunday, because that's what I did. That's what I did on Sundays. Yeah. I didn't move. I would go to church, come home, and sit there. All night until all the games were gone. All, all the games were done. And um, so the first week of football started, and I did that the, that Sunday. And Lauren would just kind of like, okay, so you watched the Ravens game. Um, do you want to do something? I was like, no. Well, I mean, the Lauren's next always not a sports She's person. She's not a sports person. And uh, she was like, okay, the Raven game over? I was like, yeah, but the 4 o'clock games are starting. And so yeah. she's like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> and then 8 o'clock games rolled around. She's like, well, are we going to eat dinner? It's like, well, we can order a pizza because <laughs> yeah. I'm not moving. And uh, and so then I watched that. And then Monday rolled around, and uh, and there, a few of our friends were getting together to watch the Monday night games. And 
I was like wanting to go watch it, and Lauren was like, "No, aren't we going to hang out?" So I was like, "Uh, okay." So we hang out. <laughs> okay. If yeah. Do we hang out? And she could just tell that I would rather be watching the football games. Yeah. And so obviously she was uh, annoyed and frustrated, and she was like, "Well." I mean, if you want to go watch this game, just go ahead. And I said, okay, see ya. And I was gone. Like, I was, she, it was so obvious. I, I imagine, like, um, you see in movies whatever when someone says that and like, just a cloud of smoke. Yeah, yeah. And you're disappeared. Yeah. And I was just like, it wasn't, there wasn't any, are you sure? Like, no, I don't have to. I was just like, okay, thanks. And I was, I was getting up and getting ready to leave. And then, obviously, obviously she was upset with me. And as she should as have been. She should have been uh, because I, I just was, I you know, I probably You're knew. Yeah, I, I knew, but I just chose to <laughs> still watch football. Yeah, um, and so uh, it, that was uh, our first year of marriage. The only thing that we fought about was, was sports. How much sports you watch? How much sports I watched, and how much sports I wanted to watch. And so we had to we had to figure this out and compromise. And I had to ask for forgiveness and apologize because I was entirely in the wrong and Lauren was not whatsoever. So we found a compromise and all those sort of things. But you no, know it's crazy. The, at times when you're married and be, married people or people that's in relationships, mm-hmm. if, whether you're in one now or have been in one, you can understand this. But there are times where you know that what you're about to do mm-hmm. is going to make the other person upset. Yeah. But at times you weigh, okay, I know it's going to make them upset. I know it's going to be a fight. But I really want to do this. Yeah, yeah. So you weigh the options. The person I love would be really upset, uh-huh. but she'll forgive me eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or should I go watch this game with everybody else? Uh-huh. And there are times where I have said, I'll do the game. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I think go watch everybody has, whatever. I think everybody has in every relationship where yeah. you said, well, maybe even if you don't, don't even want to go as far as saying, I know this will make this person upset, but you're like, this could make this person upset. No, there's times where I knew it. <laughs> I knew it was possibly yeah. cause a fight. Or she said that, I mean, if you really want to go, you can. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, I know uh-huh. I shouldn't go. I know what this means. I know I shouldn't go, but she did say I could. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And if she didn't want me to, she should have just said yeah. not to. Be clear. This will be this is this is a lesson for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, just tell me what you're thinking. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, you're the one who said it. I don't know. I don't know. And what everybody's done that, but you know that forgiveness is coming. So, so the question then is, when it comes to forgiveness, forgiveness is <laughs> <laughs> more than saying sorry. Um, when it comes to forgiveness, is there is where is the line? Like, because obviously we know what Jesus says. Forgive. You, where is the line? Okay, we're, can we forgive? Ev- this can is, we forgive this is what I mean. All right, we're gonna hop on board the Shane train over to the sports station oh, for great. a quick second. All right, here we go. All aboard! Pow! Blam! Whammy! Let's all hop on board the Shane train over to the sports station. Choo choo! So this past week, now whenever I say this, every time we do a. Sp- Shane Train to the Sports Station segment. It's, this isn't necessarily about sports. This is about something bigger than that. It is sports involved, but You're, don't. Do Lauren has said, I have had enough sports I've with Shane. Enough. I'm cutting this out right yeah, now. Yeah, she's she just got <laughs> done sitting through the whole Stanley Cup playoffs, letting me watch games all the time. You know and she understood it. She was phenomenal with my it. My wife let me watch all of them too, and yeah. I don't even care about hockey. Yeah. I was just yeah. interested because they're they're kind of my team, I because guess. Because Lauren understood the significance of the moment, and yeah. she, she was cool with it. So that, that was wonderful. Anyways, um, 
one time we tried to watch it with all the kids. Yeah. Because all the girls who watch Bachelor were like, yeah, you do that, and we'll watch Stanley Cup more than fine. And that was terrible. It was terrible. Because our kids decided, we're going to suck today. Yeah, yeah. All the kids <laughs> all were like... All three of our kids were, were like, terrible. oh, do you want to watch sports? Not tonight. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope you can do it with my screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> they we went put to them to bed early. They went to bed really early, <laughs> right after a spanking. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, this past week, there was the Major League Baseball draft. And there was a guy, a pitcher... Um, in the draft, a prospect who was uh, one of the better pitchers in college baseball pitched for Oregon State. His name was his name is Luke Heimlich, and he was he is a guy who, if if you just took his baseball playing ability, he would have absolutely been drafted in the MLB draft. He was not drafted. The reason why is because he admitted and pleaded guilty to sexually molesting his six-year-old niece when he was 15. And he's 20, like 20 years old now, around there, yeah. um, when, he, when he was 15 years old. There were people, and, or there were teams, one of them was the Baltimore Orioles, which is our favorite team, yeah. that considered signing him and flirted with the idea of signing this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, was, this is something that happened five or six years ago, I believe it was, uh, for him when he was 15. And like I said, he admitted to doing this uh, but today he claims that he didn't actually do it. He just took the guilty plea because it was easier for his family or something along those lines. He gave right. his reasonings. Um, but he, he says today, I did not do this. I just admitted to plead, pleading guilty so I didn't have to go and it would be worse. Or the, the oh, six-year-old, sounds like her BS. words, he's accusing her of lying, but people he thinks would have believed her. And Vic- he could have been- Victim shaming, awesome, okay. Yep, and he could have been convicted and gone and sp- spent time in jail, which he didn't have to do. Uh, all of these sort of things, he says, factored into the fact that he pled guilty. Um, and it created a rift, obviously, within his family because this is his brother's daughter who, at six years old when he's at 15. And his brothers and his brother is the one who called the police on him once they talked. The six year old said something to the mom, mm. and and they started asking more questions. And they got to the point where they said, "We need to call the police." They they I guess they haven't said what that what it was. Uh, they said that that he touched her. Okay, is as far as I've read, and I honestly don't even want to read more than yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the question then is this: He wants to be drafted. He wants to play Major League Baseball, and nobody's drafted him, but teams have flirted with the idea of signing him. Now he's undrafted, and a team can still sign him. The question is, should he be allowed to play? Oh, That's a huge question. That's tough. That's um, really tough, isn't it? Because we know that, that, that people have been convicted of things that they didn't do. And I'm not saying that that's the case here. That's what Luke Heimlich is saying. Um, but I, I, we, don't, we don't know. The, the only people who know that's, yes. is a six-year-old and Luke Heimlich. Because it's hard because he, he's saying that it didn't happen mm-hmm. even though he pled guilty to it in some fashion. He was, it was a terrible thing done and he was 15, mm-hmm. which I'm not... I don't give an... I, you know, I don't either, I, but When you're still, 15, still, you know. I, yeah, of course you know, but there's so many stupid things I've done when I was that kid. Not, nothing like that. Yeah, I've never once even came close to even thinking yeah. about anything like that. Because what I'm saying is nothing is black and white where of it's course, like yeah. it has to be all, always this. So to me, a 15-year-old doing that, which is terrible, is different than a than he did it like a year ago. Yeah. 
like so that's and now and, he, and it's a year later he's trying to get drafted yeah, that's 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 some of the things I'm, I'm weighing or or he did it as a 22 year old or whatever mm-hmm. you change so much in that in that time um i'm not trying to like i'm definitely not trying to be on the side of yeah. the guy who did it obviously it's that would, that's ridiculous mm-hmm. but i'm just i'm just trying to i'm i have never i didn't even hear this you sent this article to me and i didn't even read it yeah because i was like i'll just give you my like actual take on it live and yeah it's yeah. i'm just trying to think i've read all of more it. about it than you have yeah so it's that's um well there's a difference between forgiveness we've talked about this before, uh, plenty of times but forgiving somebody mm-hmm. and um forgiving somebody and then letting them have the privilege to do whatever yeah. they still need to live they still need to have a, a career one thing that we don't have to forgive this guy yeah had nothing to do with us which we like to do that um and and our side we have to we like to think about how we need to forgive them mm-hmm. when it had nothing to do with us it makes it about us yeah yeah it's not about us it's not about us um it's it's the people that are in the situation that actually know it. we don't know what happened we don't know the, the depths of what actually happened in the situation um i i and more cynical, so I tend to not believe that yeah. it was nothing, um, personally. But I'm just trying to think. Okay, let's assume he did actually do that when he was 15. Does, does a crime like that mm-hmm. make it where you are not allowed that you should not play baseball anymore compared to a crime like I don't know uh, uh, assault, like assaulting somebody or something like that? Like, like what are the what are the lines? I think sexual sins like that is mm-hmm. so much worse mm-hmm. than even like something like murder. Because yeah. when you murder somebody, like then it's done, and that person has to deal with it the rest of their life. That six year old, if that actually happened, has to deal with it forever. It's a crime that like continually yeah. is going like so it can destroy someone's life forever. So it's such a different thing. Um, but I don't know if there's a right or wrong answer on what whether he should or shouldn't. Well, here's 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 what what I think when it comes to especially just in baseball, baseball is playing in the majors is not a right. Mm-hmm. It's it's a privilege, and it since we don't know act, what actually happened, it it sure sounds like his family believed the the six year old, mm-hmm. um, and they're close with him. And uh, you know I I know that because some people I've I've read some people made the argument you know sometimes kids say things that aren't true. And that is that is accurate. Yeah, that, that, I don't even but, care about that argument. But I don't care about that either. I'm, I'm, if let's just do it, talk about it, assuming it is true. Uh, so, baseball is not a right; it's a privilege, and you, like, we don't. You don't have to play baseball. Mm-hmm. You can do other things in your life, and especially when you get to the place where you admit guilt mm-hmm. legally. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, your opportunity to play in baseball is out the window. Yeah, but what else? And it's, I think I think it should be out the window. Yeah. If, if, to put it in, in in this way, how would you feel if the Orioles signed him? Yeah. I would be furious. Mm-hmm. And and I I would. Now it's easier to say this now because the Orioles are the worst team in baseball. But I would seriously contemplate not giving my money to the team. Yeah. As long as this guy is employed. Yeah. Or, or in their system in some mm-hmm. form or fashion. Because the question then is, okay, is baseball more important than the, than the innocence of this child? Okay, okay, I get all that. But let's, let's say it's not baseball. Let's say he wanted to be an accountant mm-hmm. and a law firm finds out this happens or whatever mm-hmm. um, and they decide to hire him because he has to... Just any job, you're saying. Any job. There has to be some kind of redemption or mm-hmm. whatever. We have to be able to allow yeah. people that have done even terrible things yep. to go back into society. We can't let. I know there's time, some people that just need to rot 
forever, but there's other people that have done something wrong. They've paid the penalty, they whatever, and the judicial system believes yes. that they're okay to come back. So what like because if you find out your accountant did it mm-hmm. you would probably go well screw this i'm not doing i'm finding another accountant right, right, right. or whatever not yeah. that we have accountants we don't even come close to needing an accountant yeah, yeah. Or, but in any in any um, position yeah, in yeah any position because so yeah is is it a privilege to do to be a baseball player yeah but at the same time it's a job too it is and just like any other job so he has to do something with his life he has to be able to work he has to be able to to, mm-hmm. to come back and do something that's if we if there is redemption and we believe in that, we believe that mm-hmm. there's that everyone can have a second chance. Yeah. But where is the line? Because even that's anybody, anybody that's done something terrible, a sex of uh, whatever, like what, it, what can they do for a career or for whatever? What mm-hmm. are they allowed to do now? Because you do forfeit some of your rights when you do something terrible. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. So what can you do and what should you be able to, to do in your in your life and in your career after that, after you do something that terrible, so the, and and then pay the penalty and come back yeah. out. Well, and the the reason why I feel that baseball is different is because this is a sport where where you become famous and you become a multi millionaire, um, and so then the question is, oh, okay, so he can only do a job where he isn't a millionaire. Um, and, and that could be the the other argument. And I, honestly, I mean, you are you are a, more of a celebrity when you're yeah. when you're in a sport, something like that. And the uh, one article that I read that um, that was written by I have it right here that was written by um, Craig Goldstein. No, no, I'm sorry. He that's who retweeted it. Um, it was written by oh, it doesn't say his name. It's just a Twitter the the Twitter handle, Ear Earwinds. Okay. So um, the either way, this person was uh, also molested as as a child, uh-huh. sexually molested as a child. And um, and she was saying that through reading of all about this guy, everybody is talking about Luke Heimlich, and it's and it's turned into about him and not the victim. Yeah, yeah. Where people which and is I, what and, normally happens, which is what normally happens. It's, but and and I understand why because that's what we're doing. We're talking about Luke Heimlich. Mm-hmm. We're like, what should happen with this guy? And I don't even know who the six year old is. They haven't released their na- her name. One, well, she's older. She's a teenager now. Yeah. Um, and they shouldn't release her name or information. I don't. Yeah. I don't need to know any of that. Yeah. Um, so the but the question is, whenever there's a victim and the victimizer, is that the right word for it? Sure. Uh, the person who you know that who has done something wrong, we should be thinking about the victim first and foremost. Yeah. And for the victim, the, this is why I think it's different with baseball. If he played in the majors, she would have to see him all the time. On TV, on ESPN, that's already happening. On ESPN, uh, and on Twitter, all these sort of things. If he was an accountant or had a normal job, it's not shoved in her face. What if he worked at like her favorite restaurant? She could choose to not go there. Yeah, she could choose to go to another restaurant. Yeah, I mean, she can choose to not watch baseball either. Yeah, I'm not. I'm but, just trying to beat give the other side it, a little it, bit. Not even sometimes though. Like if if he were a celebrity. She yeah. could just be walking through a restaurant at a sports bar and they have a, a TV yeah. on ESPN and it's him pitching. Yeah. And it's shoved in her face again. Yeah. So like that that's why I feel like baseball is different. He doesn't need to play baseball. Mm-hmm. He can go and do something else. Yeah. And I'm not saying that that he should have no life from this point on because I do believe in forgiveness. But baseball is not promised to you. Yeah. You know, I, I think that the right to live can be promised to you. And and that and then we that can get the whole argument of the 
of the death penalty and all those sort of things, and I don't believe that this would warrant the death penalty. Um, but it just it's this is a tough, spotty situation, and I would have a difficult time supporting the Orioles if they brought him into our yeah, organization. Yeah, me too. And that kind of shows, like, I mean, if you think about like capitalism in that way, mm-hmm. is that kind of takes care of it itself because baseball knows that if this happened, yeah, then most likely they would people would stop doing it and they would lose money, and that's a great way to make mm-hmm. sure something like that doesn't happen. So they. Yeah, they make well, sure it doesn't happen do, as well. Who do we give the benefit of the doubt to in this situation? Since we don't know, since we weren't there, do we give the benefit of the doubt to the six-year-old victim who is now a teenager who who says that this you happened? Have to trust, or do we give the benefit of the doubt to the to the to the person who committed the crime and admitted yeah, guilt? You just have to look at facts. You got to look at the. You got to look at what we have, have in front to, of us. That's what's hard now is we're in a time and and day and age where we don't trust mm-hmm. our court system as much anymore. But we. But you kind of have to, yeah, like because there's no other way to do it. So in this situation, instead of assuming and using like your own personal life to be like, hey, well, may- maybe maybe this guy is right, or maybe whatever, you have to look. Hey, what are the facts that I know? Yeah. I know that this happened. I know he pleaded guilty to here, right? And I know he's and so you, even saying, well, I know he's about to play baseball, so now he's changing his mind or he's saying something else is putting your own stuff into it. Yeah. So if you go, well, I said he's guilty. That's all I know. So I got to go with that fact. Right, and if right. that's true, I got to like. So you have to trust the court system a little bit. It's just hard because now the court because people have been wrong. Yeah, because yeah, many times the court system has been wrong. So it's it's a little harder to do that now because of that. Um, and it breaks my heart when I hear of people who were arrested or put in jail or even on death row who were innocent. Like yep. that is that is terrible, yeah. and that and that is sickening to think about. And it and it's happened, and I I hope that it didn't happen in this situation. But he's not in jail, he didn't go to jail, he had to do other things and had to go to counseling and whatever plea he accepted and had to register as a sex offender, which is which sucks. But if you are a sex offender, then you should be registered as a yeah. sex offender. Yeah. And if you admit to, and if you admitted guilt, then that is he got off easy. If he actually if he did this, then in my opinion, he got off easy. Yeah. So, so, so I'm not gonna throw a pity party for, right. you for not making exactly. Not oh, being, oh, I'm so sorry that you didn't get drafted into the major yeah, league. Major neither league. did we. Yeah, yeah. I played baseball. <laughs> and we played baseball in high school. weren't nearly good enough to even yeah. play in college. But still, like, yeah, I, I would have loved to have been a baseball player, but I'm not. Yeah, but we never had the opportunity. <laughs> we never had the opportunity. <laughs> um, one, one thing I, I want to go back to though, when you're talking about her and seeing him and certain things, whatever. That's why forgiveness is so important. Forgiveness for the victim. Yeah, and it's it's so hard to say, but we talk about this church all the time. Forgiveness is not for the other person; it's for you. Yeah, forget when you forgive somebody. That's why Jesus tells us to forgive because mm-hmm. it is better for you yeah. to forgive than to because when you don't forgive somebody, what you're doing is you're allowing whatever they did to them to continue to control yeah. you, continue to hurt you. So when you forgive them, mm-hmm. what you're doing is is releasing that yeah. and saying, you know what, I'm done with this, and you don't have any control over me anymore. Right. So either way, whether yeah, it's harder when he's on TV, but there's going to be everything. I'm sure she was reminded constantly. Yeah. And I understand the person tweeting, like, well, what about the victim? The The debate here is we all agree that the victim needs help. We don't know the victim. So there's a debate on one thing. That's why it's, she's not talking about it as much because there's no yeah. conversation. That's We're true. all on the same page on that. This conversation is, okay, this happened a long time ago. Should he be allowed to do it or not? Mm-hmm. I'm on the side that he, sh- that he shouldn't or we should let the teams decide. 
And if someone wanted to, I think I don't think baseball should have said no one's allowed to draft him, which I don't think and they, they didn't. Did. They, you just say the teams have, and and because it's a right, mm-hmm. if a team decided okay, the risk and the re, it, the reward outweighs the risk, then we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Then then and then we can decide. So the Orioles did it. We can decide. Well, then you're not taking my, our money. Yeah, and that's that's we have the right to it, just like they have the right to do it. Right. I think this person has a right to obviously find employment to try to make a, a life yeah. out of come back somehow from all this mm-hmm. um but yeah but if i think that it just worked itself out well yeah as in teams decided something like this we cannot overlook where baseball didn't say you're not allowed to do it which, right, right. what i think is, is the fair thing to do but this kind of even brings me up to um another kind of same idea as this is the band as lay dying mm-hmm. so for those of you who don't know this band they're a super super hardcore metal band um, that we used to all the time back in, in high the day. school and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, don't, I haven't listened to them in years. Yeah, but that first CD was so good. Oh, was so uh, good. Through struggles, that song yeah. so good. I've seen them like four or five times. Like they're metal mm-hmm. hardcore. Um, well, the lead singer, um, his name is Tim. He went to jail for two years because he tried to uh, hire somebody to kill his wife. Oh, classy guy. Classy guy. So this is a Christian band. Yep. Um, yeah. With, <laughs> makes obviously. It, maybe, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> um, no, but. Um, and he eventually lost his faith um, and uh, became an atheist. Not that this is... Before or after? Uh, I think before. Okay. Not that this had anything to do with his atheism or not. Yeah. I'm not sure. So what say. you're saying is yeah, all atheists are willing to hire hitmen? There's a risk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. Uh, but yeah. Well, the first thing he should have known is he got a discount for this hit. Oh, yeah. You can't get it. You can't do it for a discount. You, there are certain things you, like you don't go... You a thousand bucks. Oh, oh, my gosh. There are certain things you don't go cheap on. Yeah. You don't go cheap on Hitman. Yeah. If there's anything you learn in this podcast, if yeah. you want to hire a Hitman, don't go for the cheap one. Yeah. Because yeah. the most likely are an undercover cop, which this one well, was. But actually, you know what? If I were an undercover cop, I would feel like that would be a red flag. Well, not to Tim. Wouldn't you be like, find out the going rate for Hitman? Maybe that is a going rate. I have no idea. Yeah. So... Um, he was found guilty. He spent two years in prison for attempting to, to murder his wife. Yeah. Um, they were getting a divorce, and they had like two or three adopted kids, and um, he was Brutal. afraid she was going to take the kids from him, so he decided the best plan of action is to murder. Oh, that's how that's how he'll keep his kids. Yeah. yeah. So Wow. Um, Brutal. So, yeah. So, that's what happened. He's out of jail now. He's out of prison. And um, Asley Dine just announced that they are back together with the original lineup, as in with him as the singer. Just released a new song. So, what do you do with that? Well, this is a little bit easier because I'm not into that sort of music anymore. So I'm not gonna. I'm not. Okay, let's say say uh, it's my favorite band. Let's say one of your favorite bands, Uh, uh, Lady Gaga. Let's say Lady Lady Gaga, Gaga. who you love. (laughs) I do not. (laughs) I do not love. Uh, Who's your favorite? Well, we kind of of had to go through this with brand new a little bit. Yeah. So uh, that was that was, when we talked about that a, a little while ago, but um, I don't know. Okay, so the, yeah, uh, let's say that they are one of my favorite bands. Oh man, that's just tough because and and Cause he served he 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 served he served his time. The, the court decided two years was enough time for him, mm-hmm. so he paid his, the price, he paid, paid the penalty, the price. admitted guilt. Um, oh gosh, but it's still like one of those things that do I want to give him my money? Yeah. So here's why this is. Um, they they've broken their silence as laid in regarding the controversial return, feeling that an official statement will be coming later this week. It's difficult to encapsulate all of the topics we want to address with a written statement. They said, mm-hmm. uh, "We understand there are many questions, and we plan to address them this week. So uh, maybe by the time this comes out, um, it will be addressed." But yeah, so 
um, I don't know. It's it's got to be hard for that band too. Because yeah, they were a successful band. That was their career. And then he did that, and they had to fall and they fell right, apart. They right, lost right. their jobs. They lost everything. So they were a- also able to forgive him for 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 this too, but it it would have been so different if he actually was successful with it. Yeah. Which I don't know if it should be. What if he actually did murder his wife? Because like, I mean, then it's like no question. No, he, screw that guy. In my opinion. He went through with that. Yeah. So, but he, but with the re- only reason we're just kind of debating is because he because he didn't do yeah. it because he tried it was, to. So it was attempted murder. It yeah. wasn't murder. But but still, uh, he it, on his end, he thought that he did all that he could do. Yeah. To so murder his so wife. to me, if you think about, um, well, again, if if he did kill her, mm-hmm. I would be completely done with with them. I think I, so. So if he attempted, why? Am I thinking about whether I should or should not be done with him? I it should be the same thing to me. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It should be. Yeah. Well, it is. Now again, he has he has every right to he he did what the court told him to. And he can live his life at this point on, and he can be in a band again. Yep. I don't think that's like but same thing. Same thing as we were saying. We don't have to. We have the choice to say, "Well, I'm not supporting that." Yeah. Um, and and I'm not supporting that. You know that situation, and I, we don't know the motives behind the band or anything like that. But uh, and and obviously they're friends with him. They've known him for a long time, and there is forgiveness there. But to me, just from the outside, not being a part of, not being in that circle, it seems like a, like a that like a way to get money. To me, that's just what my impression of like, man, are they? I wonder what I I would be curious to see what his wife had to say about about this. How does she feel about them getting back together? Yeah, you know what I mean, uh, and. I, we, I don't know. I don't the know if it's that, necessarily but. a way to get money because if I'm in that band, I would think like, yeah, people. Are, I mean, I guess you're being known and people mm-hmm. are talking about, it, which is good. But um, to if I'm imagine them going on the road, how much? Like, what are people going to say? Yeah, you know, with these uh, whatever crowds they play for, I don't know what sort of a draw they'll get at this point, but they're they're going to face criticism if they go on tour. Well, they, they will go on tour. Yeah, but and there will be people probably protesting shows. I would imagine there will be people who who buy a ticket and go to the show and just heckle them. I could, don't you think? Yeah. Um, it makes me think though of what if, what if over time there was a situation where a guy and I'm sure this has happened. I just don't. I just can't think of an example. But um, we've heard like speakers and sermons mm-hmm. from people that talked about the lowest of the lows they've been in and they came back and some of the mm-hmm. terrible things they've done. I never heard one where they said they murdered somebody. Right. Um, but the, they've done some terrible things and now they've, and then they met Jesus and their life completely changed. I could see that person. I could see him mm-hmm. if he used it the right way, getting right back into the Christian industry. I really yeah, could. I could see people. Could. I could, I could see people. I mean, seeing him and going man look at look at now Where he now jesus from. changed his life and now yeah. whatever and celebrating and it. i believe that jesus can do that yeah because he has does that yeah has, has done that and there there are people who have been on death row who have found jesus and i believe that they did yeah and and, and that's that's great like i am all for that and i believe that jesus jesus saved the the other criminal on the cross yeah. next to him and we don't know what that guy did you know, but it doesn't matter because Jesus is big enough and strong enough, and His forgiveness is big enough to cover anybody and everybody, no matter no matter the sin. Mm-hmm. But there are still consequences for the sin, and and I don't think that I don't think that it in both of these situations 
you don't have to do that. I'm not saying that that he needs to be in jail the rest of his life. If he's he served his time, he's out. That's fine. You can you can live your life. And he and if he wants to do this again, that's totally up to him. I don't think that there's anything morally wrong with it. I just will not support yeah, it. Yeah, that's that's fair enough because you're not saying that no one can support it. Right. Just for us personally, kind of support it. I mean, even when the brand new stuff came out, yeah. I was like super anti brand new. I've listened to brand new since. Yeah. So it's it. And that might be on me of mm-hmm. like maybe I don't care as much about the crime as it really was because it influences mm-hmm. me or you know making it well it's well I'm not letting Jesse rob this for me either I don't know yeah it's I've I've battled with it there's times I listen to him like it's just my music I used to listen to when I was a kid I love this song I love this music yeah. so much but yeah because of what he did he's gonna rob me from it too right, or whatever right, right. Um, when everybody has the right to redemption. And if they go through the the proper avenues, so so I hope that what we've been saying is not misinterpreted, because everybody has there's forgiveness available no matter who you are. I mean, how many people still was were big fans of Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. who sure seemed to do stuff. Who to, he very well could have done yeah. the same things that we've and, been talking he, about. And, but again, we don't know. We don't. He know. was never found guilty of it. Yeah. And so it's a, I know it's a whole different thing. But um, man, it sure seems like that yeah. probably happened. And I've made a lot of terrible mistakes in my life, and I've done some bad things. In and my yet, life. people are listening to you and, right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I've never done anything quite to this level. Um, but you know, we're if all you, if we you, all have sinned and fallen short. Every single person. Yeah. So that's why it's so important to say it's not our place to judge, and I'm glad that it's not my place to 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 judge whether or not Luke Heimlich or or this Tim guy or whatever. It's not my place to judge them, and it never will be. And I'm not trying to do that. The question that is just brought up is, can they go back to this sort of uh be in this sort of a limelight? Mm-hmm. I I struggle with it. I, I think they can. Just like, uh, let's say, uh, you talk a little bit about a pastor who's come back. Is there a time when a pastor should not come back to, to being a pastor? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying in life. Yeah. To like, being a pastor. Let's use Perry Noble, for example, mm-hmm. um, who got fired from his church job yep. because um, of alcohol abuse. And then his church decided that he was unfit to return. Yeah. So he started another church. Right. Now, what he did was not nearly to the level of what these two people did. No, but... To me, it's like a kind of red flag if the church says, I'm sorry, you can't come back yet. Yeah. Um, uh, Mark Driscoll can be another example of, of doing that as well. But maybe of, the church said that because he wanted to come back now. Yeah. And they were like, look, maybe in like five years. Yeah. No, from what I read, they were like, you can't come back. Yeah. Um, sometimes, sometimes a church or a place just needs to move on and everybody needs a fresh start. Yeah. And I get that, but, but even but I, rem- I remember with Perry, I remember with Perry Noble being an example is he got fired or was on leave or I don't know how how they called it, but and it was in that time where they were still figuring out what to do, and then he preached at Stephen elevation. Furtick's elevation, and he's and he had a whole speech at the end, and and he made it really dramatic, and and I heard God say to me, "I'm not done with you yet." Yeah, and everyone gave a standing ovation. Right, right. It's like, dude, you. Like basically, what happened? If, if some some people may not know anything, they may be lost with what we're talking about here. If you don't know the situation, he he had he had trouble with alcohol, and his family fell apart, his marriage fell apart. And yeah, he's they're divorced. divorced. He's got divorced now. So when you're a lead pastor of a mega church like that, that's tough, and uh, and you you face the consequence from it. He has, but he's di- but I I even think someone like Paranoble or whatever is different than than. As late iron singer than a baseball player because as pastors we're held to we're a held higher, higher standard, standard. Yep. and it's, that's biblical. Yeah. So if you do something like that, then I think it's it's 
I don't think it's impossible for you to come back, but man, there needs to be more time. Man, there needs yeah. to seem like there's there's more of a time for forgiveness. I don't know what that time is, but if the church says yeah. that that you worked at that it's not time, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. I got to go with what they say because they're the closest to the situation. And so I like even that Sridge, I was kind of mad that Stephen Furtick brought him in and made this whole speech and he got a stand ovation because of it, not because he can never do it again. Mm-hmm. But because of the time frame, it was so quick, and he and yeah. and his church, who knew him the best and knew the situation the best, decided it was not time. So why does anyone else think? Well, I can now do it. Um, so it's it's a whole different standard. But so with so quick, can a pastor come back? Absolutely, I I, I think so. Uh, but the same thing as what we've been saying about being a musician or a baseball player is, you don't have to be a pastor. Yeah, you know, uh, if God has called you to, then then that's then that's what you do. But you know, if if I did something like this, I don't. It's not like a church. I I, I don't have to go through my life being a pastor. I, I think that calling um, excuse is lame, though. Yeah, like well, God called me to do it. Yeah, yeah, He did, and then you messed it up. Yeah. So no, I mean after. I'm saying if like okay, if, if ten years from now, Perry Noble. Uh, God, God says, "All right, I, I've placed a call in your life, and I'm going to show redemption in in your life, and mm-hmm. and you've gotten your life in order, and you've gone through the proper avenues to to seek forgiveness and to seek redemption and reconciliation, that. and your family's good with you, and all these sort of things. Then, then I, you know, but that's why there needs to be proper leadership, for, for, proper elders, correct. things like that. But that's only for what that. Perry Noble did. Now, if you are a child molester, I don't think you should ever be a pastor. Yeah." And that's not to say that you didn't that you can't find forgiveness. It just means, I, I don't know. Being a pastor, go do another job. Yeah. Go go to another situation where you're not in front leading people. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a leader. Yeah. You don't have to be a one who's 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 setting the direction of a community of people. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should follow somebody else's lead. Yeah. I think there's times where God calls people to do a certain thing and people ignore it long enough where he goes, you know what? I'm going to get someone else to do it. Yeah. I really think that happens because if God wants a certain thing to happen, it's going to happen. We choose how we get there. And if we keep saying no, 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 we, and our hearts keep getting hardened. I mean, we, you talk about Pharaoh and, Mm -hmm. and that's where he's kept saying, yeah, I'll, yeah, take care of the frogs tomorrow, whatever, and then and his heart became hardened yeah. because of uh, kept saying no, no. I think at times God goes, you know what? I'm going to use somebody else then mm-hmm. because it's not about you anyways. It's about what right. I'm going to do through yeah. you. Um, so someone like uh, a Perry Noble or Mark Driscoll, or whatever. Um, as long as the leadership has found that they have seeked, they have sought forgiveness, and they've been reconciled and they've don't need to do it. And enough time has passed. They have to be allowed to do it again because their crime or because what they did wrong was not apparently able to even do a crime. No. Mark Justin didn't do a crime. It, just it was sin. just bad leadership yeah. and, and sin. So bad example. They hurt people, but yeah. it wasn't a criminal act. Yeah. So with, with um, Tim and with what's the baseball player's name, Luke Heimlich, um, with both of them, I think they have every right to try to do what they want to do because they have paid the penalty of the court system. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they can complain and be mad if a team doesn't draft them or if no one listens to Asley dying anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's that's my well, thing. And, so, and I'm really glad to see that if Luke Heimlich had just if you just took him as a baseball player, he would have been drafted. Yeah, he, he was that good. Yeah. He was the 44th ranked prospect on skill alone. And there's like what 17 rounds in the Major League Baseball draft. There's yeah, like, it's like, like a, a million amount. rounds. Yeah, and for no team to draft him, I think speaks volumes. And I'm and I'm happy that that happened. But um, going back to the, the Perry Noble thing, it kind of uh, or, or in any of these situations, it kind of 
reminds me of what you said when we first started this episode of you you you're in a situation you did something wrong and you recognize it and and we talked about how we ask for forgiveness just because we want to move on mm-hmm. we want to we just want to we don't want to deal with this anymore and we want to go back to the way things were i do that all the time there are times did where i say did i say that at the beginning of we, in so many words <laughs> yeah you talked about how there something happens and and you said uh that that we ask forgiveness just because you're like okay i just want to move past this oh yeah so, but I meant it. <laughs> I meant it in a different way that you're saying. I understand. I meant it. But okay. I'm also saying that I've done that. What I've said in my life, where I'm like, okay, you know what? I don't even really care that you're that you're hurt. I just don't want to deal with this anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to say I'm sorry, so that things can go back to the way that they were. But in that saying, the the situation that you're mad at is you're more important than the situation. Exactly. So I'm willing to say sorry because well, I care more about you, even though I'm. No, that, that's that's what, what but that, that's what I meant when yes, I'm saying. I know that. that's what you meant. And if that's the case, then that's fine. But in most situations, what people do is, okay, I don't even really care about you. I just don't want to be in a fight anymore. Yeah, but that's not you true forgiveness I mean? either. I I understand. Yeah. But is that what is happening with Perry Noble? You know, like you know, I, okay, I'm just going to say I'm sorry. I'm going to ask for forgiveness just because I want I want things to go back to normal. Yeah. And we don't know the answer to that. But if that is the situation that that people find themselves in, yeah. then we need to fight against it. And that's why it takes the proper avenues that people need to go through mm-hmm. to seek reconciliation because forgiveness and reconciliation, a lot of times we think, well, I said I'm sorry, so yep. now you have to just forgive me and things go back, but forgiveness takes time and reconciliation yeah. takes time. I'm, and and it's, I'm not allowed- the vic- it's not the victimizer's uh, choice as to how long it takes. Yeah, yeah. I have I know people that have said that, like, I said I'm sorry, why are you so mad? It's like, yeah, yeah. I forgive you, but I'm still upset. I yeah. still have emotions, and, and these what are God-given emotions. Yeah. These are, these are God-given anger and everything like that. Um, with, yeah. I don't want to keep picking on Perry Noble. I really don't. But mm-hmm. um, and does Perry Noble was the hardest one for me because I, like, I, I went down there. I we looked up to him. I went to one of his staff meetings before yeah. I met him. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just really like, hey, how are you doing? Um, and stuff like that. He mentored AJ, who was my mentor. Like AJ would go get lunch with him every once in a while, stuff like that. Um, but it's just it's just a lot harder when it's like with him too. It, he he had that that situation, and then he eventually got divorced later on. Which, if you look at the Bible, we the Christian like to like harp on homosexuality. The Bible talks about divorce in the same way. Yeah. So he got to, he's only been divorced for so long too. It's just like not, and I know plenty of pastors that have been divorced and came back. I'm saying you can't, mm-hmm. um, but it's just, it's it, a crappy there needs situation. to be time and there needs to be the adequate leadership yeah. in those situations to determine if they can come back well, or not, if they've been forgiven or not. And with the, with Tim and with Luke, it's just, I think yeah. the, the consumer will decide whether yeah. they can come back well, or whether it's fine. We didn't even, I know we got to wrap up because we've been going for a little while, but, but we didn't even talk about. Uh, I just thought about. Remember that pastor? I forget his name now. Who? The one we always get on. The, Andy Savage. Yeah, yeah, name? the one in Tennessee or where Memphis or something like that. Um, where where he got in trouble with the Me Too movement and someone yeah. came out and this was twenty years ago. You know, is there redemption for that guy? You know, that that creates that. That's I think would be more accurate than the Perry Noble situation mm-hmm. because he did something similar to Luke Heimlich. Yeah, we've and, been really on that guy. <laughs> yeah, and he admitted to it. Yeah. And so the question is, can he or should he ever be in ministry again? Yeah, we've kind of gone with 
with Probably no not. <laughs> on that. Haven't we? We've, yeah. we've said we've said no, and and I still believe that doesn't mean that he should be locked in a, in yeah. a jail cell the rest of his life. But but we you sh- need to lead people. I, yeah, but we can't. We're we. It's not fair, and I know we naturally get this because we're Christians, and this is a Christian podcast. But we shouldn't be comparing this with Tim or Luke because pastors are different. Yes, different whole thing. I Tim with Tim Lambesis is that his last yeah. name? Um, I think he has every right to be in a band again. Mm-hmm. I I actually do not care that he's in that band again. I will not be listening, and I don't think a lot of people will be listening, and yeah. they're going to have to deal with that. Um, he's allowed to try to get a job again, even though I think it was terrible. He's been he paid the the price in the court, whatever. I think baseball did the right thing when they said that one guy's allowed to play, mm-hmm. but I'm glad none of the teams actually. But we took don't him. have to take you. Yeah. yeah, we don't have to take you, and none of them did. They decided you're you don't deserve this, yeah. which is good. That's how it, I think it should be. So I think both I think that situation played out as well as it could have too. So do we need to forgive people? Of course, but at times. Mm-hmm. You just need to let things play out, and um, I think both these are playing out the way that they should for yeah. the person. Yeah. So, well, that was a, a pretty intense episode where we didn't yeah. joke very much. Heavy. We didn't joke so much as I would like to, but um, we have an episode coming up that we will do plenty of joking. Oh yeah, and that is our hundredth episode. Jokes. Our hundredth episode is coming up very soon. It'll be um, August seventh. Will be our our hundredth episode. So um, just keep an eye on that. Make sure as long as you're subscribed, you'll get it. Mm-hmm. But keep an eye on it. We're gonna have a ton of guests on that episode. Yep, it's going to be a madhouse. A one hundredth episode extravaganza. Yep. So make sure August seventh. Uh, you you make sure you check that out and check out all the other ones. Before yeah, yeah. That. Um, don't don't leave until oh, August seventh. Come on, stay subscribed so that way you, you get it. Um, and then uh, August seventh. But, um, anyways, we if we're talking about forgiveness and being sorry, there's only one song we can do. Right? If you if you ask me, the the this is a classic from Ed, forgiveness song. and um, an ex American Idol winner. Yeah, the only song I ever heard from him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's honestly still around. Yeah, I don't know. This happened in 2004, I assume. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that, that's. A, I think that's a pretty yeah. good, pretty good giveaway. All right, so let's sing this last closing song. Um, and I'm gonna, I want to, I want to send this song out to my wife. <laughs> I just want to let you know, baby, I'm sorry. And I want to send this song out to Eric's wife. <laughs> For Eric being so condescending <laughs> all the time. I'm not. You just make it seem that way. All right. Let's, let's sing. I guess I'll start. Huh? Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> a one, a two, a one, two, three, four. The girl, I've apologized a million times before. Apologize a million more. So here it comes again for all the wrong I've done. So get ready, babe. Here's one million words. Girl, this is my story for 2004. And I ain't gonna mess up no more this year. I'ma take this one chance and make it real clear. I'm sorry for me. I'm sorry for June. And I'm sorry for July. In case I don't tell you, August, August September, September, October, November, till your December. December. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 2004. Whatever happened to January? I'm not sorry. <laughs> We're, no, I'm not. January's Boys Day. I'm not sorry <laughs> for January. Thank you for listening to Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a nice review. To support the podcast, 
go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash nymchristianpodcast. Music provided by The Revived. Check them out at therevivedmusic.com. Stay connected with us by liking us on Facebook and following us on Twitter and Instagram.